Hey, when you're Sam, you only need a couple. Hello, I am your host, Samuel Hansen, and you are listening to Combinations and Permutations, episode 42 from AcmeScience.com. On this week's episode, we talk about nodding your head like yeah and moving your hips like yeah. Oh, and also we talk about something that's called partition theory. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Combinations and Permutations, a mathematical podcast that is coming from a pretty dirty room in my apartment. Not really dirty though. Like I mean, it's it's not it's not exceptionally bad. I got a I got a pink sleeping bag in one corner, and I got a bunch of papers on the desk and a bunch of dirty dishes behind me. But by far the dirtiest thing in this room is my first guest, Brandon Metz. If I thought you mean it's my mouth. <laughs> That it's very true, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you get a fucking pink sleeping bag out, you stupid fuck. Kmart. Got it Did at you say, Kmart. Oh, I thought you said Kmart right for a second there. I was like, wow. Whoa, I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> no, Kmart. Kappa-mart. Oh, okay, okay. Kappa-mart. Okay, okay. Yeah, pink sleeping bag. Uh, I mean, because uh, me, my dad, and a uh, friend of his were all going <laughs> camping out in Death Valley. And uh, so we were all getting sleeping bags. My dad... Uh, Dad grabbed, I want to say, the green one, and then uh, Brock grabbed the blue one. I'm like, oh, well, I got some choices here. Nope, pink. That's my... No, actually, truth be told, I grabbed the pink one before anyone grabbed any of the other colors. <laughs> I just yeah, saw the pink sleeping bag. I believe the second bag. version a lot better. I've, I've, I just saw the pink sleeping bag. I'm like, I must have this. This is the most masculine sleeping bag I have ever Nothing seen. Nothing says camping in Death Valley than a pink sleeping bag. <laughs> Okay, then the the laughter that you're hearing is the, uh, well, is the, I'm not going with the is the this time, is Mr. Hirsute himself, Cody Palmer. Hirsute, man, it's been a long time since I've heard, uh, heard, a, heard a word like that. I think the last time I actually saw it may have been on a pornography pop-up on my computer. <laughs> Hirsute pornography? <laughs> That is not one I would watch. That one actually caused me to look it up in the dictionary. I was well because honestly, that, other creepy. other than that fantastic beard on your face, now that I'm looking at your arms, you're not actually her suit. No, okay, actually, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just let's let's tone it down a bit with, it, between it, the pink sleeping bag and checking Cody out here. Well, okay. no, I just noticed that you he's want me not... to you want me to leave you two alone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you looked it up. Yeah, and and so then I actually then, but yeah, that was the last I I ever heard of it, but the, until now, now I. Well, I mean, her suit. It, it's such a fantastic word. I mean, it really is, and it literally means hair suit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hair suit. That doesn't doesn't get any better than that. It's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so on combinations of permutations, we uh, talk about each other's uh, bodily characteristics, uh, specifically how much hair we have on bodies, or at least I like to comment on how much hair is on 
the other guest bodies. Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> I, actually, we talk about uh, mathematics. I, well, God, we can get back to something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we try to talk about uh, mathematics. Uh, we're not we're not necessarily super good at it all the time uh, because you know sometimes we'll get stuck on words like pursuit or which is like the worst word to get stuck on anyway. <laughs> what a stupid fucking word! Or Schadenfreude. Uh, That's much better. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you you actually do love taking pleasure in other people's pain. Uh, but we still try to stick to mathematics, and and so we we always get a topic. And I'm, I'm about to introduce this topic, which, of course, Cody and Brandon don't know what it is, because I refuse to tell anyone before they come on, because I feel that them being incredibly unprepared makes me look smarter. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing. <laughs> Even though what I end up talking about generally requires me to end up looking at Wikipedia for three quarters of the episode. Uh-huh. I'm just being honest to our listeners. I may have picked up a few new ones. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Before we go on, Uh-oh. everyone from Max Von Kahn who's now listening to this, I love you. you run, guys, run away. Save yourself. You guys are all awesome, and it, this was just as much fun as last year. It was a different experience, but I liked it just as much, and all of you guys are absolutely fantastic. And uh, specifically, the one person I think might be listening to this, Tom Cow. You should probably email me at Samuel at AcmeScience.com uh, to say hi, as should all of the other listeners, because I really want to get your emails. Uh, actually, you can just message me on Twitter, because we follow each other. Uh, okay, so now that now that, that little uh, pandering uh, session, really, Max von Connors, you are fucking awesome. I'm really sad I have to be with these two numbskulls in Ooh, this room sorry, right I'm now. I was taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you done yet, Sam? <laughs> okay, uh, so the topic. Crap, I, I had a good way of introducing this topic a little bit ago, and then I just started thinking about Max von Kahn. Cut that soliloquy off a little early. And, uh, and now I just have this really uncomfortable stiffness in my pants, and I just can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I usually I'm not the one who takes it off the rails as badly. <laughs> wow, it, it, it must be one. It must be the. Is it full moon tonight? <laughs> I think. Just saying, is it a waning moon? I generally have most of my problems during the waning period. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the biggest areas of study of mathematics, at, at least in ancient times, and uh, and also amongst children, uh, is how are different ways can we you know represent any number? And so from that. Can anyone guess what our topic is? Different ways uh, through addition. Different ways through addition of representing a number. Oh, like sum of two primes or, or something like that? Or, or, or no? Uh, to a point, but I, I was looking for the actual word, which is partition theory. Ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that one slipped by. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, partition theory is, is really interesting. I've talked to a couple of partition theorists, uh, specifically George Andrews from uh, Penn State and David Brasseau uh, from, from McAllister, uh, respectively the president of the AMS and the president of the MAA. 
uh, both the presidents of the two major mathematical oh, okay. organizations in the United you States. Shot in the foot, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are both partition theorists. And, and if you want to hear them talking about partition theory in a much more cogent and uh, interesting wait a minute, manner... Wait a I think we're pretty cogent. I just think, <laughs> I just think it doesn't have a In a much more to... clear, matter, uh, clear manner, you can go uh, check out my interviews over on Strongly Connected Components with them. But this is not about that. This is about us talking about partition theory. And so a partition of a positive integer is a way of writing that integer as a sum of other positive integers. Wow. And, and, well, and so cool. now that they have, I, I'm, I'm Brandon, you pandering little fuck knob. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty unfamiliar with this. And it sounds like, well, given a name like partition theory, they've come up with a pretty expansive, uh, uh, subject area here. It's, there must be more to it than what it seems at first. I don't know if there actually is. <laughs> like, I've really been... Uh, well, I mean, there, there are things. But, I mean, let's just, let's just talk... What's the wiki say? Uh, let's just talk about uh, different possible partitions. Uh, let, let's talk about, say, partitions of the number uh, three. Because uh, if we go much above that, we're going to start having a huge amount of different mm-hmm. partitions. Um. Which is actually one of the study areas. The combinatorial uh, finding of the total number of partitions of a number is, mm. is actually an interesting area. Whoa, whoa, hmm. this could, oh, wow. This is going to be complicated. Go on, go on, go on. I'm just thinking ahead. Um, but let's, let's look at three. So we can, we can partition three into three mm-hmm. plus nothing else. That's a partition. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a trivial partition, but it is one. Uh, and then one plus two. Right? Is there any mm. other way of summing it where uh, we change something other than just the order? Because 1 plus 2 and 2 plus 1 are the same partition. Because we're partitioning into 1 and 2. It's right. only in it, whole integers, right? Just integers? Uh, positive. Positive, okay. positive integers. Right. So natural numbers. <clears throat> okay. Um, 1 plus 1 plus 1. There you go. So there, there is a third one. That's another one of the trivials because mm-hmm. that is true for any of them. If, for any uh, positive integer in... There exists a partition where that uh, where you have one summed together in times. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we passed, you know, arithmetic now. Well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, I mean, if you look at that, uh, so the number three has three partitions. Okay. The number four has five partitions. The number eight has twenty-two partitions. It's quite a jump there. It's yeah, cool. it's it's a rather it's a fast-growing. Uh, Number of partitions, uh, but there is a closed form uh, formula that actually will give you the total number of partitions of any number. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Sadly, I cannot. So, what does it look like? I cannot actually remember. I just remember asking George Andrews if there was one, and he said yes. Man, kind of cool. You you really let me down there, Sam. That's a... For once, I was actually ex- I was actually interested in something that you had to say, and now, 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 my hopes are dashed. I actually remember that interview with George Andrews, and then uh, that's right because he's a fucking oh, fan of mine. Oh, oh God, Cody, what the hell's wrong with you? Well, okay, did you so, get in an accident or well, something? Well, all right, all right, all right. So I was I was at the gym and I was working out, and and that's what came. <laughs> Wait, on. you were listening to me <laughs> of all yes. things. I've, of all things I would listen to while working out, okay. I don't think well, this no, would no, be no. One think of about them. think about it this way. 
what gets you more worked up and angry than me? Well, I have to. There's only one other person. <laughs> the I, Juan Man Show? No, 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 no. <laughs> not nearly. No, I think you piss me off more than him. Juan, I'm, or I like, as I like to call him, you know, dickhead or douchebag or douche nozzle. Okay, okay, he's not here. He can't defend himself. Please go on. No, no, no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Fuck him. Anyways, there's only one other person like that, but we won't go into that. I, I interrupted okay. Cody here. Um, so so I, have to, I have to make sure I'm listening to something when I work out because they play such annoying music at the, uh, at the gym. Like Miley? Yes. If I hear Miley Cyrus, that it's like a virus. Well, that makes me furious. I, I just want to like uh, kill... S- just saying, uh, the DJ's playing my favorite song. And I'm going to <laughs> strangle you here in a minute, Sam. Yeah, yeah. no, we, we don't need... You don't, don't do this to me, Sam. Please. Cody Please. and I will walk out. We'll leave. You, you, you can have a conversation with yourself. I'm sure you're capable of doing it. I've done it many times. I think I'm doing it right now. More or less. More or less. Um, so this, there's a closed form formula for, for, to find out the number of partitions for any positive integer. Um, how does it... Oh, man. I wonder what the, what the growth is like. If it's, I, it has to be enormous. I mean, really, really like, enormous because you can't. I don't think that you can have fewer partitions for the num for you know like the next number. It seems mm-hmm. obviously strictly increasing. That's definitely for sure. So it's something right. really, really, really steep. If anything, exponential, but even more than that. Hmm. So I put my hands up. Oh my God, he my did. Song. He really my did that. Where's that? Where's that mute button? Where is it? <laughs> I'm gonna mute that. Oh. Not in my head, like yeah. I think I, th- I think something's I think something bad is about to happen today. This show is horrible. Oh my word. Yeah, I've been saying that all all year. I'm gonna start crying bloody tears here hey, pretty hey, soon. Hey, hey, hey! At least uh, New Green Lantern comic tomorrow. Oh, day well, two. well, there we go. Okay, so we're talking about partitions, which I am the one screwing us over right now. Wait, go, Sam. Uh, okay, so let's let's just talk about some of the more interesting partitions that exist. Uh, the one, the first one that I'm going to bring up is the Lagrange four-square theorem. Ooh, sounds just sounds pretty cool. Lagrange is pretty badass. Uh, well, I mean, Lagrange was was pretty badass, and uh, given the name Lagrange. Four square theorem. Uh, anyone willing to guess what that theorem states as far as partitioning goes? Four um, squares. That... Isn't that the game we played when we were young and like you no, know? That's like, connect just... four. No, no, no. In the in like the schoolyard, you'd four, have the four, four, four square. Four, four square. square. Yes. Yeah. Is it like, four square? I was like so a four probably, square addict when I was. It probably has something to do with that. Did you guys play with like the Jack King Queen and? Is that how it was? Like, uh, no, no, no. Well, you we just were... had the guy who served. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you had square number one. You were oh, going for man, square number mind. one. Oh, never mind. I guess we just got a little bit more into it than you guys. We... What are you talking about? Ours was fucking no, headhunting. No, we were, we were four square purists. <laughs> purists. Okay, so uh, given that it's called the Lagrange four square theorem and we're talking about partition theory, is anyone willing to conjecture as to what... This is about. Uh, does it characterize all numbers that are the sum of four squares? No, all numbers are, are, the, sum su- are the sum of four squares. There are they are a sum of four squares. Yes, every that number, seems... <laughs> any natural number can rep- be represented as the sum of four squares. Well, that makes sense. Really, I, I can kind of see it. A, that's that's not 
<laughs> intuitive to me, I guess. No, I mean, why squares? Squares are very... And very... why four of them? Well, zero squared, one squared, two squared. Lots of things are two squared plus one squared. Yeah, and then so, two I mean, zero squared. squared so, I mean, that it. makes sense. Mm. So, if it's, so if, it's ever less, if it's ever less than four. So, I guess the proof is, is that it's never more than four. Because it can be less than four and you can just toss zero on three right. times. Right, well, zero is a perfect square, I guess, trivially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that... See, then it's more intuitive now, like, right? Like here on the wiki, 310 is 17 squared plus 4 squared plus 2 squared plus 1 squared. I'd like to see the proof of that, actually. That would be pretty cool. Uh, well, there is a proof of it using the Hurwitz integers, also known as the Hurwitz quaterions on the Wikipedia that I'm sure you could look at. I'm not going to bore anyone by reading it. Uh, also because I doubt that I would understand it. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Hurwitz is freaking complex too. Remember yeah. that Hurwitz theorem? Hurwitz theorem. What a bullshit. <laughs> okay, uh, now another number. Now this is a number that Cody knows all about. As a matter of fact, Cody lives the life of this number. Number one. And Brandon has no idea of the concept of this number. And that would be the polite number. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Well, thank you, Sam. <laughs> thank you very much. Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> you listen to the show. <clears throat> what, is, what is the polite number? <laughs> a polite number is a positive integer that can be written as the sum of two or more consecutive positive integers. Now, this is not, this is not direct partition theory, uh, to be specific, it's because cool. it's creating a partition of the natural numbers uh-huh. by stating that some, half of this partition has a certain type of partition. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Now you understand why partition theorists get their own subject. Oh, okay. Because in many ways, it's kind of like graph theory. They're just saying, oh, look at this fun thing I can do. (laughs) Okay. Isn't that all of number theory, though? Uh, Yeah, yeah, pretty close. All of number theory and almost all of combinatorial (laughs) theory as well. Oh, wow, I counted that really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's like, look at look at how awesomely I counted this number. <laughs> well, yeah, usually usually when I end up looking at something to do with number theory, party in the USA. Oh, my God. Sam, please stop. I don't have my knife on me. I mean, do you have one, Cody? I'm begging you. Please. Don't. Don't, do, don't do, be that guy, Sam. Look, I mean, it's whenever, if, if, like, if I'm driving down the road, and I'm and I start going <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm transferred out of body and I have to see myself singing. I lose all control and I have to watch myself singing this song, and I it breaks my heart. Oh, oh I'm crying. It's so funny. <laughs> you must have looked in a mirror. Very true, Brandon. Very true. Ooh, burn. Oh, wait, that was so harsh. Oh, there's a mirror right there. Oh, my gosh. He <laughs> <laughs> probably did look in the mirror. Okay. Now, how about um, the most famous unsolved partition theory problem? As a matter of fact, this is the oldest problem in all of perfect number numbers? theory. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know <laughs> okay. I know, so, I know. Cody knows. Brandon, what is it? Is it perfect numbers? I don't know. No, it's not. No. Brandon is wrong. Go, Cody. Goldbach's conjecture. Oh, oh yeah. shit, that's right. <laughs> okay, what does Goldbach conjecture state? Um, that every even number is the sum of two primes. Do I have that right or no? Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's called a Goldbach partition of the number. 
been a while since I heard that. The Gobot conjecture. Uh, do either of you know uh, uh, which uh, or how far it's been verified so far? It was oh, billion. It was in the billions. Last I heard, they had verified it up to up to ten to the eighteenth. Oh, okay. wow! It's verified up to one point six oh nine times ten to the eighteenth. Wow, that is an enormous number. Yeah. Someone should probably prove that by now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's if you think of it, this is just one of those problems. I mean, kind of like uh, Remon, kind of like the Remon, where it it's it's true. It, you, I mean, you know what it is. You just yeah, we just can't show yeah, just, that it is. Mm-hmm. But. Assume it's not true. Well, that doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> proof by contradiction. Uh, and there's some of uh, the weak Coldbot conjecture just sent. Uh, every even number is, in fact, the sum of at most six primes. Six. That's, that's the best result. That was uh, Olivier Ramare, I believe. Mm. Uh, in 95. Uh, wow. And before that, Lev... Sh- sh- His name is Schnirelman. Lev? Schnirelman. Schnirelman. Okay, just uh, call him Lev. Uh, in 1930, uh, proved that at most 20 primes. Hmm. And, these, and these are rigorous results. So these are tr- this is true for all. Even numbers. Wow. Yeah, I think that the Goldbach conjecture that has probably that has probably drawn more people into mathematics, particularly number theory, than any other conjecture, just because it's so it's so old a, and it's so simple to state. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I think it I think at least in for the last sixty years, it would have to be in close running with Fermat. Yeah, yeah but now until that, recently, that now that Fermat has been. So, but I don't. I mean, I don't hear about the Goldbach nearly as much as I should. I think, yeah, I think probably. Well, it's been around for now. What some three hundred some odd years? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So. I, th- I think the reason why you don't hear about it too much is because I mean, you know, with the Riemann, that can actually lead to something that we use a lot. You know, the huge prime numbers and stuff. But Goldbach, I mean, there's got to be something for use for it. But I don't know. Really it's it's pure. You know, it's pure. Like it's you know, it's number theory. Solitaire stuff. playing number theory. And I mean, sadly, there's not nearly as many. Uh, another person uh, that has done a lot of work uh, with partitions. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's uh, one of the ones who really blew up uh, partition theory uh, in in general. Was uh, Srinvasa Ramanujan, uh, and he actually uh, showed some very interesting things with congruences. Uh, and he uh, discovered, according to Wikipedia here, uh, congruences in the number of partitions exist for integers ending in 4 and 9. Hmm. For instance, the number of partitions for the integer 4 is 5. For the integer 9, the number of partitions is 30. For 14, there are 135 uh, partitions. Uh, so if you notice there, the, uh, all of those are a factor of 5. Hmm. So all of those mod 5 equals 0. Uh, he also discovered congruences related to 7 and 11. A uh, 5, 7, and 11 are consecutive primes. One might think that there is a congruence for the next prime, uh, but there's not. Wow. 
<laughs> you know, it's always you know, yeah. sometimes I really think that the the topic I choose is going to lead to some fun conversations about like, oh well, uh, did you hear about like this fun little partition or like this way that you can uh, represent all numbers? And then I actually bring it up and I just get stared at blankly. Maybe it's we just like oh, I mean I'm not a number theorist, so I mean like yeah, that's cool. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's 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 cool. I mean, these are these are nifty little things, but they 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 sort of appear to me as you know like a party tricks, party favorites type. Like things. like in what way? Just like something cool, like hey, a piece of trivia type thing. I don't really see, but I mean, I don't really know much about number theory, so I mean, it doesn't really strike me as something really. Well, wow, I don't get that wow sense from it. I, I do. I, I think on, on some level I do, being I'm not a number theorist either. Uh, but I do find myself a lot of times at number theory going, wow, that is pretty cool. And that was one of the first things uh, that got me into mathematics was was going through numbers and, and lo- trying to look look for patterns and stuff like that. See, I, think it's so mu- I think it's more that it just doesn't like surprise me. Like a wow, when I think of wow, I'm like, wow, I didn't expect that. That that's really cool. But like, I'm like, yeah, I can see that. It's more like it just seems so intuitive, though. Mm. Except for you know the one that's really fucking crazy. Like, the- I I mean, in in a way, I agree that it, it a lot of these do seem intuitive. It's like, oh yeah, okay, well that's you know that's kind of cool. That's interesting. That makes a bit of sense. But. I mean, there are some that aren't. Like, the Lagrange four square to me is not really that intuitive. And the Goldbach really isn't. Why should you be able to sum up any even number <laughs> using prime? Using two primes. And yeah, we that verified one, it that to one, 10 to the 18th. That one is not intuitive at all. That one's actually really cool. I mean, that's just... Yeah, that was... Another, just if you just sit there and play around with a bunch of numbers and just see, you're like, wow, gosh, it's cool. Yeah, another way about the, the Goldbach conjecture that surprised me was that if you take it, you know, 2n equals prime 1 plus prime 2. If you divide out the 2, you have n equals prime 1 plus prime 2 over 2. So then if you have, uh, if the Goldbach conjecture is true, then every natural number is the midpoint between two primes. So if you were to, if you were to set up... Every even. No, er- every number. Because it's 2n equals p1 plus p2. Divide out the 2. So n, a natural number, oh, equals... Okay. So every natural number would be a midpoint between two primes. So if you were hey, to... that's another interesting way of proving the infinitude of primes. Hmm. Because if it's between two primes, that means it has the same cardinality as the natural numbers. Right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So, and, and I, ju- the, I just thought of well, that result. Yeah, and so then if, if you were to, you know, if you were to just uh, set up dots at distances from a, a certain point, uh, like on a number line, and then were to fill in all the endpoints, you would get a full number line, which is... Again, when I when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that's that's really interesting." But <laughs> but again, I'm not a number theorist theorist, so I never like really take it as far as it. I don't have that full appreciation for it. Do you ever just kind of want to slap around number theorists? Just be like, "Dude, seriously, you're studying number theory now?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes want to. I I use number theory in the work that I do. But everyone uses number theory in the work that they do. <laughs> it's kind of like I still remember when I was taking a number theory course. Now that I really think back, a lot of it was partitions. 
a lot of the proofs that you do are partitions. Like, mm-hmm. prove that every number can be the sum of two consecutive oh, yeah. numbers That's, or three consecutive it numbers. It does seem like that. Like, everything is something like that. It's like, or oh, this number mm-hmm. is this com- related to this somehow. Or you show that this type of number is the product. Because there's not just additive partitions. Uh, there's also uh, multiplicative partitions. Uh, such And multiplicative partitions are actually a bit harder to do. Uh, when you think of it, I mean, we know that every number is the product of primes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that every number times one is itself. But if you really look at it, I mean, uh, whenever a prime number would show up, uh, the number of partitions of it goes to one. The multiplicative partitions. Right. And so if you look at, say, a growth of, or a graph that has the number of those, it would just kind of probably go up and up and up and up and then drop immediately. And then, like, there'd be these almost, like, singularity points right. where it's it's all of a sudden just at one and all the rest of them are really high, especially when you get up into the huge numbers. Wow. Yeah, no, that's – I'm trying to visualize that what that graph may look like in my mind, and that would be – because, I mean, with the additive partitions, you know, you sort of imagine it as being, you know, maybe it's exponentially increasing or, you know, maybe it's big O n squared, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, – but now you think of those multiplicative partitions and it kind of... Yeah, and then there's also the numbers that are the, uh, uh, are the multiplication of two primes, and only two primes, and they exist all over the number line. Uh, there's an infinite number of them, actually. And all of those would have only two multiplicative partitions. <clears throat> and really, all of them would have two multiplicative partitions. Uh, because, I mean, look at, say, the number eight. You could have two, two, and two. Eight and one, and then what? Four and two. I mean, so once you have the decomposition of the mm-hmm. number, then you could find all the multiplicative partitions. Right. Yeah, so you could probably come up with a closed form then for uh, for the number of multiplicative partitions given the the decomposition to primes. Well, given given the number, the amount of numbers in the decomposition, right. yeah, that that would be trivial. Well, I mean, trivial for a combinatorialist, not right, right, not trivial for anyone. <laughs> Be trivial for Brandon. Look at him over there. Cackling I think that in the was background. a compliment. No, you said trivial for me. Yeah, that means. Nope, it was not a compliment. I don't know, I, I, Cody. What do you think? <laughs> um, sounded like a compliment. Well, I mean, he, there's whenever somebody, he might not have intended it. Whenever, but it, whenever it, somebody says something to you, you got to think about what they say and then also how they say it. And so I don't think that was said as a compliment. <laughs> Dude, he's totally on my side in the show. This I'm rules. just I don't know what you're doing, Cody. What are you doing? You're 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 messing with some really dark magic here. Now now I feel now I feel kind of bad because I almost started singing again. Uh, See what you did? See and you're gonna take now, his side. No, you, you didn't even have to. You didn't even have to sing. Now I. <laughs> oh. You've already done it. Now he's under your spell. He's under your spell. I, I don't understand it, Sam. I didn't realize all I had to do was sing "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus in order to uh, get someone under my spell. Maybe I'm gonna do it more often. I'm going to start humming it whenever I'm in the office. That's a face palm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, if you do it enough, I could black out, and then I can't be responsible, <laughs> held responsible for what happens. White flesh. Okay. Uh, well, do either of you have anything else to say about partitions? Because I'm kind of tapped out here. This is, I'm very sorry about the quality of this episode, uh, listeners. This, is, this has not been Combinations and Permutations in its most stellar form. Well, partitions are probably... 
pretty cool. Um, well, I think Sam ruined it with his Miley Cyrus. Uh, I don't. I think I'd ruined it long before I started singing. You know what? We can find a new partition called the Miley Cyrus Partition Theorem, in honor, and then Sam would be able to die happy. Yeah, but now I, uh, there may there may from now on be an unpleasant association for me between Miley, Miley Cyrus, Cyrus and, and partition theory and partition theory. And it's a a shame. It's a shame. What could have been? I won't lose any sleep over it. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Anyone have anything else to say? Brandon? Don't ever fucking sing again. Okay, so for Brandon Metz, Cody Palmer, this is Samuel Hansen saying, I'm sorry. Wake up in the morning feeling like Pete. Oh, Diddy. God. Oh, glasses <laughs> on the door. I'm gonna hit. Well, that is another episode of Combinations and Permutations. If you want to get a hold of me and give me some feedback, let me know just how badly that episode really did suck, send me an email over at samuel at acmescience.com. That is samuel at acmescience.com. The same email address that no one from my family bothers to email me at either because they don't want to talk to me. You can also head over to the forums to discuss this episode at acmescience.com slash forum. Check out acmescience.com for links to things that we talked about in this episode. The music on today's podcast is from SP12. You can find them over at opsound.org. And finally, this podcast is licensed under Creative Commons non-attribution. Creative Commons attribution share-alike license. So please feel free to take my wonderful singing from this episode, loop it together into an amazing mashup that is bound to one day get me on the television show Glee. Thanks for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful week.